I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It's just baffling. Well, I'm going to tell you, when you going back to your earlier point about the not even being given into school suspension, but being placed out of school. And of course- Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Lou, I'm sure you've, you've heard the story been all in the news and I believe they had um, they might have had the young girls uh, funeral already but I wanted to talk about Micaiah Bryant Micaiah Bryant let me get her name right Um, Micaiah she was a 16 year old girl black girl that actually called the police because of a situation and once the police arrived they didn't assess because they witnessed her with a knife in her hand and immediately shot her. And it's my feeling, and I've heard others articulate this as well, is that, you know, they made a judgment call, a quick judgment call that she was an adult and that she was trying to to hurt someone rather than defend herself. Right. And I tell you, certainly. And, you know, oh, gosh, it's too much. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is weighed. It is too much because certainly, you know, she had a knife. I never heard anyone say that it's a machete. I can't bring myself to watch the video. I know it's out there. I have not seen it. No, I've heard no one talk about the size of the knife or how close she had come to actually cutting or stabbing someone. But four bullets to the chest, really? Yeah. Well, that was not warranted, you know? No, of course not. But um, so this is uh, yet another of us being treated differently and it resulting in death because there's been so much attention and rightly so placed on, you know, black males and just the difficulties that they face and that we who love them endure. Um, but I tell you, black women and particularly black girls um, and the Micaiah Bryant case highlights this just having a, a hard hard time surviving um and it it really it it goes back to Teresa even it starts even in in school in in um in elementary school being treated um differently oh yeah being, being scrutinized more you and I we both I mean we it's our choice we wear our hair natural and how many times have we seen recently of black girls in school being disciplined or suspended be- simply because of the way they choose to wear their hair? <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a story. I think we even t- discussed it on a podcast of a young girl, um, young, I mean, elementary uh, right. Maybe even preschool who right. got her hair done in braids with beads or something for her school picture. Right. And they right. refused to allow her to take her picture because of her hair. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? And some some celebrities stepped in and gave her a photo shoot. Yeah. Um, you remember that story? It was, a, it was a couple yeah. of years ago. I, rem- I remember that. Yeah. It, it, it baffles me. You know, yeah. it really baffles well, me. 
And I mean, we've heard those instances and we've heard, uh, you know, black students in school, young girls who may choose to wear, um, you know, a crop top or a skirt. And it could be the same outfit that her white counterpart wore, but because it fits differently on our bodies, somehow we are then scrutinized more with the dress is inappropriate and our kids end up being suspended, you know, right. for dressing inappropriately for dressing, not in compliance with the school's dress code. So it just, it just goes on and on and on. There is such an uh, insensitivity to our culture, to who we are. And yet, we as African-American women, we know how important it is for us to raise our children with that they have pride in themselves, pride in their community, pride in who they are. Right. And so you, you do that at home. You do that in our family. And we know that it's so important that they feel good about themselves and that they feel confident and they walk wholly into their uniqueness, but you right. sit them out into these school settings. And they're penalized. And, oh my <laughs> goodness. They, they're penalized. And they're not only, they're penalized for dress and they're penalized when they speak up for themselves. We have, <laughs> we've raised our children to understand racism and what it looks like and what it sounds like when people call you out and treat you differently in these classrooms, when you receive inferior grades, not Mm -hmm. because your work wasn't uh, on a certain part, but simply because someone didn't like you. So you have to, we, we embolden our children to speak up, to be respectful. But even when they speak up for themselves, they're suspended for that. They said, you know, they're told you're being aggressive. You, you know, you didn't speak to the teacher appropriately. And it's like, really? You, you, they can't catch a break. Well, let's talk about that suspension for a minute. You know, not only are they suspended, but they don't oftentimes get the choice to be in school suspended. They are suspended from school. So they have to be sent home where counterparts might get the option right. of in school. Their their punishment is often three times more than what others would be and for a similar for absolutely. similar infractions. It, it's it's just and, it, it and and you you started out talking about the fact about how we've been dealing with this with our young black men, um, but what has been overlooked is how different. Um, you know, young black girls are being treated. Right, right. You know, yeah. Um, young black girls and black women, I think we have also discussed the fact that police are also shooting black women, but those stories aren't making it to the, to the news media in the same, at the same, uh, not, those stories aren't getting the same attention, if you will. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, why, why, you know, it's yeah. like, what, what do we, what do we, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It's just baffling. Well, I'm going to tell you, when you, going back to your earlier point about the not even being given in school suspension, but being placed out of school. And of course, when that happens, the young girls are missing valuable class time. 
they're being this puts them behind behind in, in their in their classes. This yes. impacts their grades. This impacts them being able to pass to the next level. So yeah. it's almost like it's, it, there's a cascading effect of all of this mistreatment. And then we wonder why they are are began may began acting out truly because mm-hmm. they don't want to be in school. Who right. wants to be going to knowingly go into an environment where you're going We're, to be mistreated? Treated because treated differently because of the way you look. And so then we start, they they may end up in in the juvenile justice system, which then places them at a a further disadvantage because we know in the court system that they're not getting their fair shake there either. So it's like, really, this kid can't catch a break. And then you wonder why the statistics bear out like they do um, because it's intentional just as we say that there are so many barriers intentionally set up against us and it, it really it doesn't just happen when we're adults it starts in school and um, you know and it's just um, it's just a lot to take in because I was like you I've had the chance to view that um, video of Micaiah Bryant it's oh, you did. My feed so many, but I didn't look at it, Teresa. I was like, I couldn't. Oh, okay. I couldn't. I read all of the information on yeah. it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I just, it, it's just, I'm sure at some point I probably will, but I just, I gotta, I just need a minute to, to just settle myself because it is just, it's a lot to take in. I, I did a blog um, some time ago that talked about we as African Americans, we're human. Uh, and when you have all of these accounts of murder and mistreatment, it begins to dissect us internally. It changes yeah. who you are you, at your yeah. core. Mm-hmm. And so I have to guard against that so that yeah. I can continue to function because um, it is, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot, Lil. And there's been so many, uh, just so many, since the shootings right. uh, in the last couple of weeks, it's right. just been awful. It's just right. too much. And well, the fact that the fact that. Um, well, you know, I just wanted to say that, you know, I saw a video recently of a black woman. She appeared in the video to be maybe 30 ish. Uh-huh. And she said that she got out of prison that day. And okay. when I tell you she was attractive, she was well-spoken and her, her presence, the way she presented herself, it just wasn't what you would typically associate with someone who would have gotten out of prison that day. She, the way she carried herself. And, and so when I looked at that and listened to her, and even in my saying that, that, that way, it seems to indicate a bias, but it, yeah. looking at her and hearing her, I just went, wow. And so I thought about that you know, for our community. So when we talk about children being disciplined in school and, um, you know, facing suspension, and we, we laugh about now how in our community, if you got in trouble at school, you were going to get another punishment when you got home or a neighbor next door, you'd be in trouble. But I just want to say we can't victimize 
our children twice, but by, by treating right. them as criminals when they are disciplined at school or, or, you know, face some type of assessment by law enforcement, our first instinct can no longer be to just automatically trust that. We've got to look closer at what occurred to see if the punishment that was given by the school was even warranted. Yeah. So right. we're going to take a minute to assess it because I'm telling you, racism is real. It's not only right. what we deal with as adults, these children are trying to function in these environments where they are not wanted, where there are no other adults to place these adults in check, and where they are raining terror and havoc on our children. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we got to mm-hmm. take a minute, step back a minute, right to the child to see, okay, what happened there? You know, we, there was a story recently of this, um, this kindergartner, I think he was a very young child, where this white teacher made him clean the toilet of oh, my goodness. with his bare hands. I'm thankful that he has a mom who listened to this child, a very young child, explain what he had endured at the hands of this monster during the day. You know what? I could not, you know, I applaud that mother for not going right up to that school and handling that woman because he was so, he, 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 what recourse did he have in that situation? He was a child. Yeah. And her only thing, she had no, she had no response in why she made him do that. She like, she, she had no response to that question. Why would you do that? I got a response because she's sick. And she's very sick. In these environments, should not be with children. Okay. Right. You're right. You're right. That's just, that's just the reality of it. So, I mean, it's, it's disheartening, but um, we're, we're keeping our eyes open here at Earrings Off mm-hmm. to uh, the injustices and our sincere, sincere condolences go out to the family and loved ones of um, Micaiah. Micaiah, absolutely. So um, that's it for us today, folks, here at Earrings Off. Take good care. <music>